Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dots Thoughts, my podcast where I just basically verbally deposit my thoughts onto your brain, (laughs) whatever they may be at the moment. I have a lot to say. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Probably not that long because my son has been asleep now for a while. He's probably going to wake up any second now, so might have to get cut short. But I just wanted to update you guys first and foremost on my life. If you've been, you know, following me for a while on any of my platforms or maybe just on here, you would know by now that, you know, I went to Florida, started a life in Florida, left Florida. <laughs> Welcome coronavirus. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has dram- drastically, dramatically, dr- dramatically changed our lives. <laughs> Uh, ours being that of mine, my son, who's about a year and seven months old, and my boyfriend, my wonderful, wonderful, kind, loving, generous boyfriend, who I'm so grateful for. I, I, I don't know how I found him. Like, honestly, now I'm, maybe I should do a whole episode just talking about him. But at the same time, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, separate the personal from the professional. I know I'm an open book, but I get sensitive when it comes to oversharing, especially when it comes to other people in my life, because, you know, I choose to expose myself, but maybe not everyone wants that. So it's not his choice to be talked about in that way. But let me just say, give a big shout out to Ben. I'm so grateful for him. I'm so glad I found him. It kind of freaks me out to think of like, oh my gosh, what if I never met him? Like what, what I know I would be, I know things would work out, right? Like there was, there's always a way. Um, but together, being together, being with someone in this crisis makes everything a million times easier. And just the thought of having to deal with what I've had to dealt with on my own with Max, you know, being a single mom and not having any support, not just financially speaking, but like emotionally and just companionship and just camaraderie with someone makes such a huge difference in these trying times. And I'm so grateful that he's here by my side and he's helped me through so many hard times, through the car accident, through the move which it's like okay it's arguable that we wouldn't have I wouldn't have even landed in Louisiana had it not been for him because he's from here and he's the reason we came here because it's his connections that we have here but okay if I'd been stranded in Florida what would I have done you know if I had my card broken down he was a big he was instrumental in getting that figured out and um just so many things (laughs) I feel like my life is so much better for having met him. Um, so big shout out to Ben. But anyways, things are good here. Oh, Max just woke up. Hey, baby. Come here. You want to sit on my lap? I know this isn't a video, so you guys can't see how cute he is, but he's happy because he just got a good nap in. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Okay, so I guess this podcast won't be that long, but I just wanted to explain a couple things, uh, give a couple updates of what's going on. We have officially decided to kick it in Louisiana for a long time. Um, I don't know how long is long. When we left Florida, we were kind of like, well, 
who knows? It could be three days, three weeks, three months, whatever. Um, three days was kind of unrealistic because we knew that this was not going to just clear up in three days. This was what, like two and a half weeks ago. Things were definitely getting worse and they're still getting worse. And three weeks is also now seeming totally unreasonable because as I said, things are still getting worse. And three months, who knows? But the truth is, um, you know, life is in a lot of ways better for us in Louisiana. We have more connections and more friends. We were both kind of fish out of water in Florida in that neither of us had any friends or family. We were still creating lives for ourselves there because we were both new to the state. And so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some advantages that come when you live in a place where you know people. That's just a no-brainer. And here we know a lot of people, or he knows a lot of people, and I'm meeting people too. Well, not really meeting a whole lot of people because of social distancing, but... (laughs) But we're we're getting, you know, some good roots founded here. And um, rent, cost of living, groceries, all that is about a third of the cost of what it is in Florida, at least the part of Florida where we were in South Florida. You know, it's ridiculous now to even think about, but I was paying 1400 for my little teeny weeny apartment by the beach. And here we pay 450 for... I mean, it's not like huge apartment, but it is bigger and it is more comfortable and it has more amenities. It has a washer and dryer and dish disposal and dishwasher and a lot of different, you know, things that are better for us. And it's the third, a third, basically a third of the price. So the, it's exciting. That's really exciting for us because it's like, oh my gosh, that's a thousand less dollars that we're going to be spending just on rent. So that's a thousand more dollars in our pockets, basically. (laughs) that's amazing. You know, like the, the possibilities of saving money and being able to travel and do other things that we love, um, provide for Max better and provide for ourselves better. It's just, it's like an exhale, really. It feels like, okay, finally we got this, you know, It it feels like we can kind of pull ourselves up a little bit financially and save some money instead of just spending it and living paycheck to paycheck. So that's, that's exciting. Um, People here are a lot more friendly. Like people here say ma'am and sir. People smile at you and make eye contact with you and, um, you know, move out of the way for you. The the drive, I know I always complain about the drivers in Florida, but the drivers here, people actually know how to drive. They use their turn signals. <laughs> it's a miracle. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, there's some crime. Yeah, there's some other, you know, there's some... Um, I guess cons in other ways, but for me, the pros outweigh the cons here. And I'm even surprising myself with how much I'm enjoying it. And I've said this a million times to Ben, I'm sure he's sick of hearing it by now, but it really reminds me so much of where I'm from in Massachusetts, the way the houses are. uh, They're not cookie cutter at all. Like they all look different. They're all constructed differently. They're all like at least a hundred years old, which is cool because like they have personality, you know, they're kind of colonial style or, um, old like plantation style. And they have all these huge columns and these detailings that really are cool. Like I, I appreciate the architecture of the houses here. 
Um, there's just so a lot of good things about Louisiana, wow. and I'm surprising myself with how much wow. I'm enjoying it. Wow. Yeah, Max. Wow. Um, one thing I've not enjoyed in the last week is that I've unfortunately contracted a UTI, which is pretty common, and I'd like to destigmatize it somewhat. A lot of people think it's just because, oh, it's, it's not a sexually transmitted disease, but you can get it from having sex. It's really common with women. I don't know how I got it, but I think my theory is that I actually got it when we, I know I got it when we were still living in the hotel. And I'm pretty sure that it was from some bacteria in the shower because the shower was not the cleanest upon arrival. And maybe I put the soap somewhere and then I put the soap somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but long story short, I got a UTI and I've had UTIs before and I know what they're like. And I was just, oh, rolling my eyes. Anyone who's who's ever had one, you know, it's just so annoying and pestering and it's more than annoying it's really freaking painful like you have to go to the bathroom all the time which you feel like you have to go to the bathroom but you don't and then it's painful and then it burns and then it's it's horrible like I oh I don't desire it for anyone it's horrible and you have to treat it right away and I knew that I've done this before like not new to this game but I didn't treat it right away, guys. I was really stupid. I just thought, okay, I'm going to try and flush it out with water. I'm going to try and cure it on it by itself. Because in some cases, I, I've heard like 25 to maybe 40% of cases you can actually treat at home and you'll be fine. So I was drinking a lot of cranberry juice, drinking a lot of fluids, treating the pain with ibuprofen. And then a few days later, I started taking AZO, which is an over-the-counter drug for UTIs. I really should have taken AZO that first day, like no hesitation, just started it right then. But I didn't. So I waited a couple days for that. And then I didn't read the fine print, but you're only supposed to take that for three days maximum. And I took it for six days. And so by the sixth day, I'm still having these raging symptoms of a UTI. And then all of a sudden I'm in the middle of editing a video. Max is asleep, taking a nap. And I start shaking uncontrollably. I get the chills, like I'm sweating and then I'm shivering and then I feel my forehead and it feels like I have a fever and I have a throbbing headache. And the worst part was I had this really horrible sharp pain in my back and sides. Basically all, I was like Googling all this. Of course, it's not probably the best thing to do is Google is not a doctor, but I couldn't help myself and I was googling all of this like symptoms of a UTI getting worse or what could lead to like signs of a kidney infection or uh, basically all the signs that I had was that my UTI had developed into a kidney infection which is pretty common because your kidneys are basically filter all of your urine and um, they're connected the two systems are connected so when one's bad which I already knew it was Um, and you don't treat it, then it can lead to further complications. It was so bad that even though Max was asleep, I knew he was going to wake up and I knew I was not in a position to take care of my son. And that's what freaks me out the most is when I'm not in good health to the point where I can't take care of my baby, then I need help. Like I, I need help. So I immediately called Ben. He was at work at the job site. I wouldn't have called him unless I really needed to. I knew I, 
I couldn't do this by myself. So I called him. I said, hey, I need to go to the hospital right now. <laughs> I should have gone to the hospital a long time before. I should have called, at least done an online clinic thing. I should have, I should have, could have, would have done a lot of things differently. But I didn't <laughs> because mainly, I mean, for one, I don't have insurance right now. Um, so that was a deterrent because I didn't want to have to pay out of pocket for that, even though I probably could have and should have. Uh, I also just didn't want to walk into a clinic right now. Like who wants to go to the hospital or somewhere right now, a medical facility with all of this COVID-19 stuff? Like no one, no one. Um, but it had just gotten to the like point of no return. So I called him. I said, hey, please help me. I need to go to the hospital. He dropped everything he was doing. Good man that he is. And he came and picked me up. He took care of Max, dropped me off at the hospital. And th- of course, he couldn't go in. They wouldn't allow anyone else in, just me, the patient. So he waited the couple of hours that it was. I think he actually took Max back to the house with his dad and they were playing with him and having a good time. Max didn't know the better. Anything was happening. <laughs> He's smiling at me right now. Hi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, those are your toys. Oh. <laughs> And I got treated. And not only did I get treated, guys, this hospital was amazing. I don't know. Ben says that it's the only hospital like this in the U.S. I kind of have a hard time believing that. But at the same time, I've never heard of any other hospital like it. So maybe it's true. But I just think, wow, what are the chances of us living in such an amazing place that has this type of facility literally down the road from us? It's like maybe three miles down the road. Um, it's called LSU hospital, Louisiana state university hospital. And basically it's a joint functioning hospital slash university where these like, um, medical students who are on their last leg of medical school, basically practicing doctors, but not getting paid yet. They're still paying tuition go and they learn on hand with real patients, real life patient patients from the real world, uh, with other doctors teaching them about surgeries, about patients, about all of this different kind of stuff, right? I'm not, I'm no medical guru, but all of that stuff, it's a real hospital, but the, the students are paying and funding the hospital and anything else is extra. So anything else is donation based. So anyone that goes into that hospital can get treated for free which is so unheard of in the U.S. That is not how the U.S. health system works in general. So it's very exceptional in that way. Um, Wow, it's amazing. That's incredible to me. I feel like, wow, why don't we have more of those around? Um, According to Ben, people come from all over the country just to get treated at this hospital because it's really that good. And they have really good service. I was in and out of there in a few hours. I had to do a urine test and the exact words (laughs) that the doctor said when the results came back is, wow, you've got some nasty bacteria. (laughs) I was like, what? Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they gave me a really strong prescription for an antibiotic. They sent me home with a, a prescription. I fulfilled it, whatever, at CVS. And, um, I'm taking those drugs now. They told me basically they have to send my results to another lab to make sure that 
the antibiotic that they gave me is correct and indicated in my situation, but no, no news is good news. So if I don't hear back from them, then it's not, it's not a problem. But the antibiotic that they gave me treats both kidney and urinary tract infections because now it had developed, sure enough, into a kidney infection, which I don't desire, again, for anyone to experience. First time for me having a kidney infection, and it's really not fun. Um, so if I do hear back from them, then that just means I'll need to go back and get another prescription for some slightly different drug. But for now, it is what it is. And I'm on day three now of taking it. I'm a lot better. Yesterday, I was totally zapped, weak as can be, could not hardly get out of bed, just had to basically sleep the day away. Ben took the day off work and entertained Max all day and just took care of us, which was great. Um, again, I think about like, oh my gosh, if I had, if this had happened in any other circumstance where I was alone and I couldn't, you know, how was I supposed to get myself to the hospital? I couldn't even drive. I couldn't even go in there with Max. Like how, how could I be expected to take care of myself, you know, like let alone another child, like by my side without his help or how could I, how, oh, how could I have done any of that? Um, it really gives meaning, like as much as I want, I like to believe that I'm a badass woman and that I can do it all on my own and independent, strong woman and all that. No, I'm not like I need help. I need it's good to recognize where you really do need help and appreciate others. And there's a reason why they say it takes a village, you know, to raise a child because for as much as I want to be everything for my son, I cannot be, you know, I can be the best mom I can be, but I can't be a father. I'm not a, I'm not a male. Like I'm not a male example to him in his life. I'm a female example. Yeah. So, um, you know, I might want to be one thing that I'm just, I, I can't do it all. I really can't. And the more I try, the more exhausted I become. So it really helps when you have amazing people <laughs> and partners in your life to help you through these trying times. So long story short, we're doing okay. Everything's looking up now. I'm a lot happier. Thanks, guys, for listening, and I will see you guys or talk to you at my next podcast. And, uh, yeah, please give it a big five-star review, and I appreciate you, and we'll talk soon.